This show is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information. We strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing. Let's begin. Welcome campers to Campfire Tales of the Strange and Unsettling's 2022 Year End Review. We are your hosts. I am Ryan. And I'm Jordan. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Glad that uh, we can be sharing this with you guys. This has been a big year. Yeah, it really has. It's been a big year for us, for sure. Yeah, that's an understatement. It's been a busy year, that's for sure. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Despite the craziness of the world right now. Luckily, we exist in our own little bubble. And in this bubble, it's been pretty good overall. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I mean... You know, we've gotten a lot of a lot accomplished and a lot more than I thought we were going to. We set some awesome goals and surpassed those. So it's been a pretty great year. Yeah. I mean I think our goal was our goal was to to do fifty thousand plays this year or downloads. Yeah, right. Uh yeah, I know I think when we started we were initially talked about like, man, if we get like a thousand plays then people are digging this and that's awesome and we got that really fast and we got that in like two days yeah yeah it was crazy and then it was like okay so what next so i think we were like maybe ten thousand, and you know then we hit that and then it's like okay fifty thousand, and then you know a year later and we're over a hundred thousand downloads and yeah we doubled it at least i mean a few months ago in October, I think, we celebrated our 100,000 plays. We're in November. Going strong, so... Yeah, things are things are growing steadily. It's just crazy to think of just, you know, that people actually dig it, which, you know, that to me, I think just knowing that people actually enjoy it enough to listen to it makes me just want to keep going. So with that said, where, what do you think, uh, I guess, what's your goal for this year? Like, this time next year where do you want to be as far as like downloads wise i mean as far as numbers go i'd like to be at two hundred and fifty thousand. yeah i think i think that'd be ideal yeah and definitely doable i mean looking at this past year if that's any indication of kind of what's to come i think uh, i think we'll get there for sure absolutely i think with like if we maintain the growth that we're at that we're running at right now i think we'll reach that easily yeah that would be awesome yeah or some wild shit might happen and we might hit a million downloads this year who knows you know what i mean like yeah yeah for sure yeah i mean the internet is is a she's a fickle mistress so it you never know what's gonna hit yeah yeah for sure it's 
Honestly, I mean, that's just the way she goes, right? So, all I know is we would not be where we are right now without you guys. Yeah. So, thank you for... Yeah, absolutely. Sticking with us and being, you know, actually giving us a chance, right? Absolutely. Thank you so much. (laughs) I mean, this year... Okay. We released... Just this year, we released 116 episodes. That's that's a lot of episodes, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's the main episodes, the fireside chats, and all the bonus stuff throughout 116 episodes. A lot of that really comes from like Halloween time. We were focusing hard and staying busy. Yeah, we were releasing three episodes a week. Plus, a community project was in there. Yeah, like right. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it's a ton. We released. 13 episodes in four weeks jeez <laughs> that's insane dude it was rough it was rough but I think it was definitely obviously it was worth it it was yeah. a lot of fun too yeah without that we wouldn't have Friday Night Fright um, you know and just uh, just all the yeah. episodes that we did during Same. that time I mean was it was awesome that we actually yeah. accomplished it for sure yeah I guess that has to say something I think, you know, obviously we're enjoying what we're doing, right? I mean, make what you love, right? Do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. That's what they always say, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, cool thing is actually occurring right now that I don't think we realized. So, when we release this episode, it will be, it will be total our 150th episode. Happy 150. That's awesome. It definitely does not feel like that. It's pretty awesome. Oh, Campfire, you're getting old. (laughs) (laughs) we are in so many ways yeah no that's an understatement right (laughs) um no i honestly i mean it doesn't feel like we started that long ago and to think back like what july 27th of 2021 was our first episode and then that first year i mean just flew by oh yeah and now like the second year yeah just it's just insane and again, I mean, just how like strong that everything is going, step. and yeah, yeah. So for us to uh, you know hit all these milestones, I think is is definitely awesome, and you know it's been it's been a good time, and I'm looking forward to you know see what's next for sure. Yeah, I know we definitely have some big things in the works, yep. and you know I I can't wait to start tackling all yeah. of that now. I think one of the the biggest high points of the year um, and made our show just grow tremendously was adding sound design. Yeah, I mean, I think sound design changes everything. It really does. changed the entire tenor of our show. Yeah, no, I mean, it changed the overall tone and everything. That was a huge step for us. Agreed, for um, sure. I think, what was it, Haunted Highways? Yeah. Was the first episode that we did sound design on? Yep. Yeah, and that was that was an awesome it was an awesome episode, and for me to get to like actually explore what sound design does, and you know get to kind of play around with things, like it, it was it was really cool because I mean it was the first first chance I actually got to see what what all it entailed, like see what I can do, be creative with things, um, you know. So I was I was going you know I was going as deep as I could, uh, finding like little things, even just like. Just some sputter of gravel, writing music for the episodes. Yeah. Um, 
That was definitely a highlight. It was, yeah, it was awesome. Um, speaking of highlights, let's talk about some of our favorite episodes from the from this year. All right, sweet, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a list here. Uh, <laughs> my list ended up being a bit longer than we had in- uh, initially anticipated, but uh, yeah, let's talk about some of these. And before we do. I guess my first question is, do you have an overall favorite episode? Like, just one favorite episode that we've done uh, so far this year? Yeah, I don't know if there's one. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. I know, I know. I think, I think if one stands out as being the most important episode, it would be that Haunted Highways episode. Okay. I think that was like a transformative moment in the show. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Just that step in the direction of doing, um, yeah. you know, adding the sound design and and getting to explore that, and now we're doing that in every episode, and learning learning new things all the time. Like when I sit down and work on sound design, I mean, I'll, I'll sit there for hours, literally hours, just finding sounds that work. Yeah, absolutely. I think that one brought it to another level. Like agreed it, for sure. So that that episode will always have a special place in my heart because it was like we did it when we talked about it and we're like, okay, we're gonna give this a try. And then when we had it all finished, it was just completely clear to both of us, like, okay, this is just how we're gonna do things. Right? Now. Yeah. This is like, this is the show now. There's no going back. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So what were uh, what was another one of your favorites from the year? I think probably the one that stands out right away is Ozark Keller. That was probably yeah. one of my one of my favorite episodes yes. of the year. Like the sound design of in the episode, just the overall atmosphere, uh, <laughs> our yeah. attempt, uh, you know, to not use a female uh, as as part of the uh the sound and everything for the dialogue yeah we went shakespeare style hey we made it work right yeah i'm that one had probably like the richest sound bed oh yeah for sure of any of any of the episodes we've done i don't it was it bordered on being a like legit audio drama i mean that was that was kind of my goal is going through that you know yeah he's like it definitely called for it because it was it was a creepy story it was i mean it was an awesome story um but it Yeah. yeah like the sound design needed to match the overall tone and literally carry the story so i think it worked out well yeah and it was long that story was also epically long yeah like long long <laughs> i think it was like what 20 30 minutes almost 30 minutes yeah yeah it's yeah. insane man it was like double the length of most <laughs> right? episodes. yeah but it was awesome like you know and so it it went smoothly and yep you would have never even known it was you know the half hour by the time it was done yeah agreed i would say another episode that had a really great sound design and I loved it for a lot of reasons, but the sound design was awesome. Was the Yuba County Five? Oh yeah, yeah. That was I. That was actually on my list as well. Um, the story, like, I just love the story to that. It's so yeah. It's strange and you know just really out there. Um, but yeah, sound design was cool because we even got to do 
like you know through the forest <laughs> and the search yeah. party and stuff like that i feel like that i feel like that story is as close as we've ever come to like uh unsolved mysteries right yeah for sure which like reenactment that's <laughs> yeah that's how it read to me yeah right um but it was like the story itself was awesome it was like a perfect whodunit mm-hmm. murder mystery Agreed. like it was awesome reminiscent of like missing 411 cases and like all this weirdness yeah yeah i loved it very it was just such a strange like off-putting episode but or story but yeah, it's it's an awesome story nonetheless. Yeah, so many so many weird details that just yeah. Every, it was, we got to kind of try and solve. Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean it. It was a perfect example of the type of mysteries that we like to cover because right, yeah, just like the Island More Lighthouse and it's another you know, another all, one of my favorites. all that type <laughs> stuff, right? It's like the every theory you land on almost works yeah i mean that was one that we like just went back and forth on the whole yeah i mean the whole time <laughs> and i love when we find a theory and we're like yeah that's this is a great this is probably it this is probably it. and we talk through it and talk through it and then we always inevitably find get to this point where we're yep. like but what about this exactly and we're like well fuck i guess it doesn't work yeah <laughs> It's also those episodes are a great opportunity to talk about like cryptids and aliens and hauntings and a little bit of true crime and you know what I mean like it's everything we love wrapped into one. So yes, agreed. Yeah, those are a blast. Now to kind of shift gears, um, as it, as I mentioned and as we were talking about uh, this episode, another one of my ones on my list was the Island Moore Lighthouse. It was an awesome episode. And we finally got to talk about like Faye and just yeah, which we haven't had we haven't had a lot of chances to talk about Faye. Weird, all the weird stuff that happened on, um, you know, in that area and just you know European folklore and stuff like that. Right? It was just, yeah, it was a lot of fun and it was kind of one of our our first ones into kind of European. Speaking of that region of the world, one of my favorites that we did was the Gurning Man of Scotland. I agree. That was another one on mine. Dude, I, I love that one so much. I love the story. I love how creepy it is yep. and how, like, how it was random. And it was only, you know, I mean, this thing was only seen by these, you know, few people and stuff like that. And then over, like, that short period of time, right? Yeah. And it um, spread throughout this small community. This, right, like, little exactly. legend. Yeah. I actually have in my notes. I love this one because it's so fucking creepy. it is it is i mean because you like you see this like twitching this gurning like you know like basically holding their hands to their chest with a contorted face and all this like just really creepy stuff like i mean that would be something you'd see in like a haunted house like or you know like a haunted attraction or whatever it's horror movie Um, imagery for sure it is it is exactly one thing i i think about a lot is that uh, the scene of the girls that are leaving the party yep and they're walking down the road and then they happen to see like this guy on the other side of the road and then like he's eventually after them yeah you know and just right behind them and just how i mean you know especially obviously being young girls and you know and it it's late everybody's been drinking a little bit like yep they're very vulnerable at that in that like that instance right and so 
Yeah, it, it's it's just very off-putting. Yeah, I I love this because we got to kind of explore the crossover between like creepy encounters and genuine Fortean phenomenon. Like, right? It's to me, it was like a a mixture of the two podcasts, No Sleep and Let's Not Meet. Which okay. like for those not familiar, Let's Not Meet is a show about like basically just people running into weird people like it doesn't get paranormal or anything it's just like having really odd encounters with like scary people yeah 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 i mean which that's also terrifying so yeah sometimes more terrifying right yeah i agree i agree for sure but yeah i i really like that one i you know obviously it takes place in scotland um, so I'm a bit partial, but uh, yeah, at the same yeah. time, like just it's just a cool story. I mean, it's just really strange, really out there. Yep. And you know, it just uh, we don't know if this was whether it was like a ghost or just some weird drunk personality like messing yeah. with people. <laughs> yeah, who knows, right? So yeah, yeah just as likely to be either. Agreed. So what else you got? Um, Let's see. So, another one that I really liked was the the haunting of building two two eight three. Okay. Yeah. I, I just I really liked the story, and then just all of the like uh, all the stuff that went on in that that apartment building. Yeah. Or specifically in in that apartment, right? Um. Yeah, with everybody like. I, I don't know. It's it's almost like everybody. It's like that kind of Amityville esque right. type of story, and that's what it kind of reminds me of. It also just like driving cycled people through family after family, after exactly. Family. Yeah, yeah, and driving people to basically go mad. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like that. That is, it's it's very off putting. Like you know, just just the idea of this, you know, this thing, this occurrence in there causing all these things happening. And then it's this, and then it turns into a haunting. Yep. Um, we don't know if it was some type of like, whether it be like poltergeist demonic activity in the house that was causing some of that or whatever else. But you know, and then it it went on for I can't even remember how long at this point. Decades. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. I I just I for some reason I just really like that, which is probably <laughs> probably kind of weird, but no. At I, the same time, I thought it was a neat story. I really enjoyed that episode because it was it was our first chance to to view the paranormal through the lens of Japanese culture also. Now, yeah. it was oh, mostly yeah, sure. it was mostly military base like Americans on a on a military yeah. base, but like seeing it in the larger picture, we got to talk about like some of the legends from the area that are parts of Japanese culture. And we still haven't got a chance. We still haven't cracked the yokai nut yet. Yeah. We, we haven't gotten into that yet. And I, that's one thing I'm looking forward to this next year. But um, okay. yeah, I, I really liked that because it was it was a unique setting, too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was it just like I said, it was just really, really off putting the fact that, you know, I mean, it's almost it's almost like these people became nearly possessed yeah right and yeah that that to me definitely set it aside from a lot of these other types of stories when we talk about hauntings i mean we've done a lot of hauntings 
Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I particularly like that one a lot. Agreed. Okay, so on to a, a heavy hitter that we covered this year. The the Betty and Barney Hill abduction. Okay. I didn't have that on my list. Yeah? Um, yeah, I mean, it, everybody knows the story. Obviously, mm-hmm. we had to tell it. You know, yeah. it was... Uh, yeah, it, it's very... I think it's a very, like, pivotal story when it comes to talking about abductions and stuff like that, for sure. Yeah. I mean... It basically marked this case marks the the line between the era of of UFO contactees and UFO abductees, right? For sure. Um, and so I loved covering it because we kind of got to like assess the starting point of all these cases that we've talked about, you know, through mm-hmm. through the length of the show. Um, and it was really cool to see like how the story, how similar their story is to so many more modern abductions, but also there are things that are uniquely set in the time period that it occurred. You know what I mean? Like things that you don't hear about in abduction stories from the nineties or the Mm -hmm. eighties. Yeah. I I love that one. Another thing I love about it is just how out there it is. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I mean, because a lot of these, you know, yeah, we we may get to talk a little bit about what they remember as far as like what when it's happened, you know, especially when it comes to like hypnotic regression or whatever else, like you know, and people people going through that and getting to kind of relive it. But like, we really got to deep dive into some of those sessions, yeah, and find out, especially like Barney and you know, like him, the him like breaking down and stuff, and just. Yeah, it's it yeah. just really cool to like. I mean, especially this is also an early one of the earliest cases that you know that now is very like monumental. We talk about a lot of new abduction cases. We always at least mention something about Betty and Barney Hill. Yeah, it's. I mean, the, even in the latest like Kelly Cahill case, we yeah. mentioned Betty and Barney Hill. Yeah, it's the measuring stick that all abduction cases are yeah are put up exactly to, right. Um, yeah, and those Barney's. Um, hypnosis tapes i still think about like on a regular basis yeah it just i mean it they're like they're very emotional and very haunting it is it really is for sure yeah Yeah. it's not a thing that i recommend everyone go listen to like (laughs) you need to be prepared for it because they are hard to listen to at points like they are for sure you're listening to a grown man in like having an emotional breakdown like a full blown right. he loses himself and it's it's scary to hear i agree but that's perhaps one of the very coolest parts about that story is that the, those are available and readily available if anyone wants to check them out yeah um because again we barely scratched the surface but i feel like we did a pretty damn good job of summing summing like the majority of all of those tapes and things like that together yeah, I mean but, there are hours to hear them, right? Oh yeah. So yep. we we did our best. Um, honestly, the Hill abduction story has been covered at length, like in depth. People have written six hundred page books about this experience. Yeah. So to say that like an hour long podcast covered it all is obviously impossible, right? But like we, I think. That I mean, it's one of my favorites. I I put it on the list for a reason. I think I had a really good time with it. 
it was I love to poke fun at the like old timiness of it you know the like seeing alien figures through glass windows and shit like that um but and the like Nazi uniforms on the aliens and you yeah, know what I mean like, right yeah but I yeah I had a great time with it I love that story agreed yeah I mean it's a great one I I did consider putting that in um you know but I had a couple other couple other uh, others that uh that I preferred you um, gotta have an alien case on your on your list oh I, I have a couple actually yeah <laughs> um so uh one I'll I'll talk about is just one of one of the ones of, of yours and then I also have a couple other kind of specific alien ones as well um, but one that I really liked, uh, as far as one of the episodes that you had done was the Setachina project. Oh yeah. A fantastic story. Such a cool premise. And yep. I, I love the way that like everything kind of played out from like the start of the excavation into like them basically being driven out and everything, which was, which was awesome. Yeah. Eastern Europe's, um, uh, Skinwalker Ranch basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah basically and you add to that was, like all this all these military operations mm-hmm. and yeah that case is awesome yeah and and just have, so much stuff going on at that time yep, and all everything the, all the ufos being seen yeah like you said i mean it's basically like skinwalker ranch like there's just yeah. so much to that like going on at that time in that specific just small area that is insane i love the like kind of like B storyline of the psychics that worked on the project, like, and all the horrendous shit that happened to them around right. their work with the project. Yeah. The like tie in of, of like Baba Yaga, like all that shit. It's yeah. That's a fantastic one. It was, it was, it was a great episode. I agree. Um, now going back, uh, to a couple, a couple more alien ones, or at least that kind of touches on the subject. I really, really loved the Lonnie Zamora UFO encounter. Yes. Just, it was really cool. I mean, you know, obviously we, we, we got to kind of discuss, you know, whether or not like some of the, cause a lot of the other things that were going on at the time and the fact that it could have been just training at this nearby, uh, like military facility. A hundred um, miles away. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Sorry, you know, I, don't, I don't mean to like relitigate the story, but no, it, yeah. exactly, yeah. So you know, it kind of makes it a little bit harder to buy into that, but yeah, I just it it was it was such a cool one, and I, I also had fun with the sound design with that one. Yeah, um, you know, him getting like the call on the radio, and he's driving, and hears like the explosion in the background, and oh yeah, and then gets to see this like little little thing on a tripod, basically. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that one too for its old timiness. I think that's like yeah, exactly. That's the most I've felt like we were covering Roswell without covering Roswell. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. That's fair for sure. Yeah. It was just it was a fun episode, you know, and it, it was the story's cool, but it was just fun to fun to talk about. Yeah. Because there's so much speculation to that one for sure. Great characters in that story too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, uh, a couple, a couple others that, uh, actually uh, one, one that, well, we'll, we'll stay on the topic of the alien ones for a moment. Um, Penturk was cool. That was yep. a good episode. Um, you know, it was a, it was a cool story and 
getting to kind of kind of deep dive into some of that was neat. I love that one because it's like the sky in a neighborhood was lit up with madness for a night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just like took over everyone. Everyone caught a piece of it. Like it was all over this neighborhood for for an evening. And yeah. And then you have all the like intrigue afterward, the cool like them trying to uncover evidence and all that stuff working right, against of the course. military and all that. Yeah, that was yeah. a great story. Yeah, I agree. So, um that and then I don't know, I don't know where we ever kind of specifically landed with the Crawfordsville monster. Yeah. If this is more alien based, if it's more just cryptid flying carpet who knows but that was another one i really enjoyed and it seems to honestly i've talked to a lot of people that really liked that episode for some reason um you know and it it is a funny you know little little cheeky story which i like it is yeah sky whale phenomenon exactly (laughs) (laughs) now going back into hauntings um there was one that well there was a couple that I that I kind of want to talk about the golden eagle haunting. I loved. I Ooh. like the haunted car. Yeah, just such a such a cool, such a cool idea, and that also sparked the the whole premise behind Christine. Yeah, um, you know, which uh, that's another. It's it's a heavy hitter. It, you know, it it was kind of it kind of the led to the idea of of a Stephen King novel. Like, yeah, yeah, that's I awesome. Mean- you think that you hear that premise and off the bat you're like well that feels silly right Right. but like when you hear the story all the wild shit that went on around this car you're like could it leaves you going like could it could a car actually be haunted like it leaves you unsure i don't know which is what i like Like, about there's some crazy stuff that happened (laughs) with that car and Yeah. yeah and the fact that once this, you know, at the end, the lady got it rebuilt and everything and parked it and nobody knows where it's at now. Yeah. And I, I mean, so I, I like that. To me, a haunted car isn't super far-fetched. I mean, there are people all over the world who believe in haunted objects, right? Like yeah, Dybbuk of course. boxes and, yep. and, and all this stuff, right? And so why, I mean, there are people on TikTok who acting like their stuffed animals are haunted. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, like all over YouTube, you can find videos. Even, uh, even uh, Greg, uh, Greg from what Planet Weird or whatever, yeah, did a recent video of opening a Dybbuk box. Yeah, and they're everywhere. Like you know, just just little haunted items. I mean, I'm I'm surprised that car's not in Zach Bagan's museum at this point. Right. He's probably looking for it. He's probably, he'll probably just scrap the whole thing and keep the hood. Ugh. <laughs> Christ, and blow up the rest. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, um, and also just another one to throw out, uh, and very, very worth mentioning. I want to do a return to that episode sometime, just to even talk about, it, even if it's just like a Patreon conversation or whatever. But the Ackley family haunting. Oh yeah, yeah. I I yeah. loved I loved that one for sure. That was a big one for me because. I I'm of the opinion that it triggered my first ever paranormal experience. Well then, there you go. Like that's yeah, that's I'd huge say it's a pretty important episode. Yeah. If you want to hear about my first ever paranormal experience, go back and listen to our Halloween spooktacular. 
<laughs> episode. Spectacular That's... listener story extravaganza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Such a chill title. Uh, it is. I love it. I love Me it too. at the same time. Do you have any other uh, like notable ones you want to bring up or any, yeah, any other favorites that you haven't mentioned? So one of them is from within our infamous Mothman series. Okay. It's the um, part two where you covered Indrid Cold. See, I was going to... I I highly consider talking about a Mothman, uh, one of the Mothman episodes, but uh-huh. I feel like to bring up one, we would have to bring them all. Yeah. Um, I think but... The- I think the injured cold episode stood out for me because like, it's not, it's not technically about Mothman. Right. right. I mean, it Um, just happened to be during that time. So, you know, it's, it's kind of important during, during all of that. And injured cold is something that we had wanted to cover since we started the show. It was a subject that we had been waiting to cover. So like, yeah, we couldn't resist making it part of the Mothman series. I mean, and, I think, and also it ties in with John Keel and all that. And exactly. Mothman prophecies. So I think it really yeah, helped. Why not? I think it really helped drive home the point that that the Mothman phenomenon was so much bigger than just Mothman. Yeah, I you agree. Know what I, mean? I agree for sure. And that was really and, our focus for the whole series was like, it's not just Mothman. Mothman's awesome. He's definitely like mm-hmm. the the point guard on team fuck everything up that year. But like, Dude, yeah, right. There was a lot going on. Yeah, I I love the story of Indrid Cold, and I I told just one aspect of it. There's uh-huh. so much more that I really wanted to get into, and again, I know I know, and even I've I've seen comments and people talking about you know Indrid Cold and other other aspects that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, but like that's something I think we could do multiple episodes, literally yeah. on him alone, and the other the other Lanulos visitors, right? Yeah, um, I mean, like I, Carl and <laughs> yeah, Carl. yeah. I I, I, yeah. I I literally wrote in my notes here. Um, in all honesty, we could have made an entire series just about Andrew Cold. Agreed. Like, there's 1, so much percent. going on there. With all the Woody Derenberger like, stuff and oh, and, yeah. and, and and again, like briefly, like scratch the surface of his story and all that. Everything that yep. you know that he like contributed or played into that you know the whole like as the whole mothman phenomenon as a whole yeah um yeah which you know is 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 awesome and again i would i would i would love to do an entire episode just on lanulose yeah you know like that was something i found myself just i i could i could probably talk about for hours of how freaking cool it is yeah and imagine like if you add to that all the interactions of um, Woody's daughter Tanya that she's supposedly had with Indrid Cold over the right. years like there's so much to that story so yeah I really yeah. love that one agreed I, I'll, I'll definitely I'll I'll give you that for sure like I said I I was I wanted to bring up one of those but it just I was yeah. afraid you know we'd have to kind of start talking about the whole whole Mothman and by the end of Mothman I was over Mothman so yeah. I mean <laughs> the listeners know. if you're if you're into a Mothman deep dive if you have 12 hours of your life to like to burn like garbage go, please go, go listen with, to those episodes yes there are six roughly two hour episodes I mean we we Mothman. dove we dove deep yeah and again it, that's just the surface so that was also but our yeah, first multi-part it was. Subject. Yeah, you're right. I mean, 
we we've done like maritime mysteries and sure. haunted highways like but th- those aren't those are kind of like Themes. additional stories right yeah. yeah uh but yeah this is the first multi-part series where we focused on one subject and everything that it in it entailed right that involved yeah. was involved with it so absolutely the last one i had on my list was the jersey devil jersey devil okay okay yeah i i consider i consider that one um you know i i love the story of jersey devil obviously i i you know i mentioned where i was at in that episode with you know how i felt about it but i love the story yeah and i loved the sound design for that episode too me too so me too the sound design really stood out to me um but I also love the Jersey Devil because it's 100% pure Americana. Oh, yeah. It is like yep. as American as a cryptid gets. I, yeah, I love the Jersey Devil. I mean, also, we, we obviously love the Jersey Devil. One of our shirt designs is literally yeah. I was gonna <laughs> the, say, si- the sideshow piece for Jersey Devil, yeah. basically. I was going to say, also, we got a badass t-shirt out of it designed by exactly. the Crescent Hair. Like, and that that part of the story, also, the painted kangaroo best yeah it became like a touchstone for us too like yeah something that we called back to over and over again yeah uh it was also an episode um it was a recent episode that we had talked about where they did something similar um where they were charging to see oh my gosh it was a cryptid one uh but they were charging to see this thing and then he would come out and like ripped tattered clothing and be like, it got away. It got away. And like people would eat the shit up and they paid for it. Never saw a single thing. Was that the Gowrow? No, it wasn't the Gowrow. It was the, uh, the Aswang. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. The gotcha. Aswang. The Aswang. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was, it was just, you know, yeah. like, and I, and I even talked about like, yeah, this is a lot like that, you know, that story from Jersey devil, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I dig it. I dig it. And uh, obviously at that time, like that time period, you know, because that was what, early 1900s for both of those? Yeah. Um, I can't even remember the date of the Jersey Devil right now. The the That winter where yep. they had the Jersey Devil scare. But yeah. It had lots. That story also has lots of callbacks to like revolutionary era America. You know, yeah. stuff with like mm-hmm. Ben Franklin writing pamphlets about the Leeds Devil and like yeah it's it's pretty awesome it's a fantastic story yeah i mean i i think it's it's one of those important ones right yeah because i mean the jersey devil is always going to be a thing yeah it's it's never i don't think it's ever going to go away but i think it's always going to be a thing but yeah it was 1909 was the year yeah which is crazy it's awesome and the fact that it had already been talked about for a hundred years by then right exactly yeah it's nuts so yeah very 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 much an important episode that legend has staying power absolutely (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean just you know obviously we had we had some other some other uh, some other episodes that i really liked uh like berkeley square yep um the smurl haunting was a lot of fun it was a cool haunt story uh david booth and flight uh flight what was it one ninety one. One ninety one. Yeah, yeah. The I think yeah I think that's uh, I think that's all of the extra ones I had. Just noting. Ton. I mean, some of my yeah. some of my favorite ones out of the you know that we've done for the year. And we would of course be remiss to not mention the 
incredible interviews that we've had this year. The fireside oh, chats. There's been some fantastic ones, there's and so I know many good ones. Obviously, you know, with with my schedule, you've been covering ninety nine percent of those. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I have to thank you, and they're they're all fantastic. You know, getting yeah. to listen back as I'm editing and everything is it's just it's really cool to you know get to actually hear a lot of these stories and learn about a lot of the crazy awesome people in this community you know that uh that are within this kind of niche subject matter that we talk about and everything i mean there's some very very smart people doing some awesome stuff yeah absolutely one of the standouts for me honestly was one of the few that we did together which was with dockside media Ah, I, yeah, that was that was a blast. We were supposed to have them. We were supposed to have them back on for another episode that ended up. We had some scheduling conflicts with, but yeah. uh, we will definitely have them back for sure. Dude, I think but, they've yeah. released like four documentaries since they were on. They, yeah, I They're mean, machines. Because after after that, when we did the conscious contact, yeah, um, they they've done the uh, the bigfoot. Big yep, yeah. they did another UFO. Uh, uh, which I'm drawing yep. a blank right now, of course. And another haunting um, one. Yeah. Yeah, they did uh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, if you haven't checked out any of their stuff, you can literally find it all uh on most uh you know most major streaming platforms where you can buy things. Uh I believe yeah. they're available go, on Amazon Prime yeah, Video. Yeah, go watch them on Amazon Video. That's review them, like give them a five-star review on Amazon. Yes, please. Like I've, I'm so pleased. Uh, on, more, on multiple occasions, I've seen their documentaries on the front page of Amazon, and it's it's just amazing. Those guys are incredible. They're they're awesome dudes, and what they're what they're putting out is just absolutely incredible. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. That's that's probably one of my one of my favorite ones, and I was also you got to be a part of that one. So yeah, definitely. You know. <laughs> Another huge but, highlight for me was getting to interview Joshua Cutchin. That yeah, was that was a good episode. Yeah, that was a huge moment for me because like his books are amazing. I never really thought I would like get a chance to to hook up with him and like have awesome conversations. It was that's it's one of my favorite ones we've done. So definitely go check that one out. Yeah, I mean, there's honestly there's there's been a lot of a lot of really great yeah fireside chats and obviously this year we plan to do a lot more uh we're not stopping we're not stopping at all guys um yeah i want to continue to to focus on just making you making the shows even better bringing on uh, my goal personally is to bring on some more uh you know kind of bigger names in the community would would be really cool yeah um you know i still want to bring uh sue walker uh, i think would be awesome yeah yeah from uh conscious contact yeah she was she was in the conscious contact doc yeah yeah so go go check that out do yourself a favor and you'll learn all about her um on the flip side of that i would also like to get more just experiencers on for interviews yeah and that's that's another thing because they're I mean, those are kind of few and far between. Yeah, just just literal experiences. Yeah, right? we got a lot of like content creators who have had experiences, which is fantastic, of course. Um, but like, I would love listeners to like reach out, let us know, and I I'd love to sit down and and chat with a with you for I, an hour. Yeah, I, I love the I love the listener stories. Like, and even when we've gotten to tell like 
listener stories that uh, we did over Halloween and stuff like that that were submitted, you know, yep. things like that. But uh, actually get to come on and, and interview you guys and talk about it in person, which would be yeah. awesome. Absolutely. Um, with that, uh, you know, some of the other things, obviously, to focus on this year, we're focusing on bringing the content, ma- content and making it better than ever. Um, another big focus that we're we're gonna try to push even harder this year because with uh we've we've had our Patreon, which was actually when we talked about this last year, it was a goal for 2022. Yeah, uh, which we did it. You know, we 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 launched it. We obviously we're always so busy with everything else. We've got a lot of things in the works too, but big focus on just making our Patreon awesome this year. Yeah, absolutely. providing you know a lot more content with that uh getting to you know getting to be a lot more personal i think is is going to be one of the bigger things too yeah agreed um a big goal for me is to is to actually start my series about missing 411 on our patreon that that would be awesome because i've been talking about it for a year (laughs) i've been kicking it around i literally did the artwork and everything for it like a year ago (laughs) yeah i'm i'm ready i i just need to i have to set the time aside so yeah you know to put it simply you know like i always i always like i i sub to a lot of a lot of uh you know creators through patreon and i and like before we ever started started our own i was always like you know, this seems like it's probably pretty easy to do. You know, they they get to release <laughs> some other extra stuff, uh, extra content. Man, it's, it's not. Uh, easy. I was I was wrong. It's not easy. So yeah. I commend any of you listening. If you have a Patreon and you're killing it, keep killing it because yes, it's it's a tough platform. And yep. you know we've we've slacked a little bit, and we appreciate all of our patrons patrons for sticking with us Absolutely. because you guys kick ass. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we promise it's uh, it's going to be worth it too. Like we're gonna we're definitely going to be putting a big focus on that for this year. So, yep. And and as far as social media goes, we're crushing it on Instagram. Our Facebook group is doing really well. But I I really want to take the time to and put the work in to start focusing on TikTok and Twitter. I think yeah. we we could draw some unique audiences on both those platforms that don't necessarily know about us from Instagram and Facebook, and I I really Agreed. want to focus on that more this year. Yeah, the other the other big thing is our YouTube channel. Yep. So that's a, that's going to be another focus. So be on the lookout for that once we once we announce it. You know, it might be a little premature right now, but. Uh, We'll get there. Yeah, that is another thing that we are focusing on for this year, which I'm actually really pumped about. Yeah, the goal is to get to the point where when an episode drops on your podcast platform, you could also find it on YouTube at the same time. like In a different have, format, though. Yeah, to have identical drops. So, yeah, I think that's the that's pretty much all my goals for this year. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, you know, obviously, just keep keep killing it keep keep focusing on like i said making content even better um you know just getting getting out as much as we can yeah i'm right there with you excellent well i think that's gonna do it for our 2022 year in review any closing remarks happy fucking new year happy new year